America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to Budget Arcade, the free-to-play gaming podcast that helps you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. My name's Jeff. I'm DJ Sugar Mark. DJ Sugar Mark is here in the studio with us as we, uh, as you remember a couple weeks ago, I don't remember when exactly, Mark, but you regaled us with the tale of you acquiring a PS5. I remember it like it was yesterday. It might have been, but no. Um, so... <laughs> I'm here now as a brand new Xbox Series X owner to let you know my tale. Now, granted, I didn't have any women get mugged in front of me while I was trying to order it like some people. Okay, I did this all. I did this all from my own house on my computer. Okay. Some of us have important jobs, Jeff. <laughs> that, yes. So I, uh, much like you, Mark, downloaded the Hot Stock app not a sponsor, and uh, followed a few Twitter accounts and turned my notifications on. And I will say this to prove that Hot Stock is not a, uh, a sponsor. I found more success with Twitter than I did with Hot Stock. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a little bit surprising because I was getting constant notifications from Hot Stock about, hey, you know... X retailer just had a drop. Um, now, so, I mean, regardless, I have, I, I, like I, <laughs> you actually had to go and have success in the uh, at the retailer, you know, uh, website or whatever. But right, and that so I did get a lot of notifications, right? So I didn't have any trouble. Like it did give me a lot of notifications, and it seemed to do it somewhat fast i found twitter to be faster and twitter would also notify you in advance of things uh so what i ended up getting was because they had said hey gamestop is going to have some series x bundles going live at this particular time and i didn't really want to go the bundle route but this one was actually pretty good it had valhalla which i had been on you know been on my radar anyway uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It had an extra controller, which you can always use. It had a $20 gift card for Xbox money. And then it had another gift card for GameStop money. Or excuse me, it didn't have a uh, Xbox gift card. It had a uh, three-month subscription to Game Pass Ultimate, which I'm going to use because I already pay for it. So it's basically three free months of that. And then a $20 GameStop gift card that I bought Xbox gift cards with. 
So I know I noticed the that uh, the Series X and maybe the Series S too, but uh, had much better bundles than Sony was offering. So the bundles are dictated by GameStop, though. This particular one was you're talking the about. one that I got. Like I, when you do it through GameStop, that it's basically they're not allowed to scalp uh, right. because they're a retailer who's buying directly through Sony and Microsoft. So they have to pad their stats with these bundles, and I get right. it. But it also helped it remain available because they were less desirable for scalpers. Yes. And because they're they're not going to scalp a copy of Hitman 2, right? Because, or even Valhalla, which is a better game, they're not going to scalp it because digitally you can get it whenever you want. It's not a scalpable item as neither are gift cards or any of the other stuff I bought with it. And Xbox controllers are readily available. You can buy them anywhere. So it helps prevent that and because there was so much in the bundle that i would use anyway the hitman 3 is about the only thing where i wouldn't have got that for myself right uh so it took several weeks to get here because they have to prepare the order i guess uh and i don't know how many units these retailers get at a time but so i got a basically i had essentially pre-ordered it to be released on march 23rd and I received it on March 22nd. Um, so, but I, it was like, like a two week turnaround before it got to me. So, which was fine. Not a big deal. Uh, I did end up getting it. And basically what I did was I said, well, I, during this pre-order time, I can cancel it anytime. So I kept hot stock on my phone. I kept my Twitter activate, uh, my Twitter notifications active. And I said, if I can get one with just the console, I can cancel this pre-order and I'll be good. Right. Well, after several weeks of frustration, so what happens is on hot stock, it says, hey, this is in stock. You click it, and it takes you right to the retailer, which is nice. By the time you get there, they're gone. It's like less than a second before when that notification hits, they're gone. I even got to Microsoft's website where it let me add it to my cart, and when I went to check out, it was gone. It gone, yep. So the... I, let me let me give it up for Sony, right? As your Xbox fanboy on this podcast, the way they handled it with the what you described as there being sort of a digital lobby and yeah. really helping prevent bots from getting all of these consoles, good on them. Because yeah. the tracking down the Xbox Series X was a pain even through Microsoft's website. So that's definitely a boon to, to PlayStation. Now, when you ordered, or pre, I guess essentially pre-ordered it, was uh, did they have any other, uh, I guess, bundles available, or was this the only one? This was the only one I've seen. Now, each time they do it, though, they've been different bundles. I've seen different games bundled in and stuff like that. Uh, but this would be the closest I could say to one that I'd actually want. Like, some of them, like... I don't need certain games, right? Like I already own Call of Duty. I don't need another copy of it. Right. Um, so let's let's get into the unboxing experience. So it comes here in a gigantic package because the box for the Xbox alone is pretty big and there's all this other stuff in it that came with the order. And uh, I open it like? up. I was going to get there. 
No, we're and jumping let me, straight to the smell. You okay? I was disappointed. <laughs> it failed the smell test. Okay, I was so excited to smell this thing because I made such a big deal about it that I was like, "This." They, it didn't. The issue is, it didn't have any smell. It didn't smell bad, but I don't know. Have you ever had a new pair of sneakers? Oh and, yeah, and it had that great smell. Or you yeah. walk into. I like the smell of tire stores. Uh, okay. My, yeah. my dad was a mechanic, and it just brings me back. And and new electronics will a lot of times have this wonderful smell. This didn't have that. It it was gone. There wasn't one. Now, the presentation. Now, did, you smell all, did you smell all four sides? I sm- first off, there's six, six sides. sides. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of weird. Sorry. You have that weird console that's shaped like a spaceship. Yeah. Mine's a box. Uh, <laughs> it looks like a monolith. Um, so. I, I did. I tried to find a good smell, and I couldn't do it, so I gave up on that. But when you open it, it's like the the little foam things that keep it in a place have it like hovering off the the ground a little bit, and you pull it out, and it's so beautiful and heavy. This dude is heavy. I don't know. Was the PlayStation it, heavy? Yeah, no, the PlayStation is heavy. But I did read that uh, the X Xbox Series X is approximately ten pounds. Yeah, it's not a light console. Uh, it feels like a sturdy boy. So, uh, I unwrap it and I know it's just a big black box. It's a big black monolith. And I've seen people who lay it down long, like horizontally. Right. And I'm like, eh. but when you tip it upright, there's something about it. Like you look at it and it's like, Ooh, that thing is powerful. It's working right now. Well, it's got and that the, dip at the top with yes. where the meshes and it just kind of like futuristic. The, there's a green accent to it. So like when you're low enough, you can't really see it. But when you get close, you see the little green pluming and it's, it's, I really like the look of this matte black cube. I think it, I like the way it looks in my, in my room. Uh, Is it it up on a pedestal in the room? Is it higher than everything else? Or uh, no, it's net. Well, it stands taller than most everything, but my TV, (laughs) I mean, it's like a, like a foot, or more tall, like a foot and a half tall. It's yeah. It's a it's a nice hefty box. I don't know if it's the biggest console I've ever had, and I know the PlayStation 4 has bigger dimensions, but I think it might be as big as the OG Xbox was, but it's hard to say. The OG Xbox was large. I loved that console. Uh so uh the setup was really easy. You just pull out the app on your phone, which if you're already signed into Microsoft on your Xbox app. You just tap it, enter the code, and boom, your system boots up and it imports your settings from your other console. So I didn't have to go in and really set any settings. And then it's up, right? And that was pretty much all the setup. And it did have to download some updates, which is to be expected, but they weren't... Uh, it didn't take forever. Like, when I got my Xbox One, the very my first one, it took forever to do, download updates. Like, th- the setup was not great. The setup on this is much better. Now, what about the uh, the UI? Um, it, how how different is it than say the the Xbox One? All right, so here's where we get into the interesting stuff, and this could be a downer for some people, but right before the Xbox Series came out, the UI on Xbox One updated to the same UI that was going to be on the Xbox series. So okay. if you're an Xbox user, when you boot up the Xbox series, 
it looks the same because they updated the older consoles to look like the newer ones. Okay. So if it'd be like if your PlayStation 4 looked like the dashboard of the PlayStation 5 and you didn't even need to buy a PlayStation 5. Now, I can see some people saying, ah, it kind of takes the newness of the console away. And I could get that, but it's yeah. the UI. Yeah, but and the, I, I, in, in my opinion, I think, I think there's something to be said about a, a subtly different interface. Uh, I mean, rather than a completely new interface. Um, right. like like the ps5 has subtle differences in the in the ui than the it's completely different than the ps4 but it draws a lot on the ps3 ui yeah and and so that was kind of cool that it took a lot of the cosmetic elements for from the ps3 ui and uh, i would say made them made it its own so mm-hmm. like I, I i can see where people would be uh, maybe, maybe disappointed is too heavy of a word, but a right. little bit let down. Um, if the if the UI was exactly the same, so the UI is exactly the same, but the UI updated on the old consoles. So like the old consoles had an older UI that went to the new one, right. and this is kind of really sets and lets you know, in my opinion, what Microsoft's intentions are. And their intentions are to remove generational gaps. Uh, And I think that's their main intention with this system. Yes, the series is the next generation of console. But what they're saying is, is it's not, you don't have to forget everything you've known. All your games that you've had before are in the same exact place they were. This is your home. This is Xbox. It's comfy here. You know where your stuff is. And... So I really think that that's kind of where they were going. And being that, you know, hardware releases are so much more fast now. Like you get a mid-generation hardware drop. Uh, You know, PS Pro, Xbox Series X, or excuse me, Xbox One X. You you get that mid. So I think this, in a lot of ways, kind of feels like that next, you're still in the same Xbox ecosystem and generation almost but you're on next generation hardware is kind of and that sounds almost bad but i don't think it is because when the new things come it's going to be on what i already know and love now here's the thing about the ui to kind of jump back to that xbox i know you were an xbox owner but you never really used that much but if you go back and look at the ui on the xbox 360 when it came out And when the system didn't die necessarily, but when the system was over, it looks totally different. And the same can be said for the Xbox One. So the fact that the UI is the same as on the Xbox One doesn't bother me that much because Microsoft is known for constantly changing and updating and making the user experience uh, really good as, as best as possible. And I don't want to throw shots, but PlayStation has never done that. Uh, The PlayStation UI, the day one PlayStation 4 UI looks pretty much the same as what it looks like now. And the same with PlayStation 3. So um, the UI is going to be constantly updating and everything. So that doesn't throw me off because I know what Xbox does. So um, let me ask you this. 
How many teraflops does your Series X have? Uh, some of them fell out of the box when I was opening them. I got to find them, but I'm not exactly sure. But from my understanding, it might have one more teraflop than a PlayStation, but I, I honestly don't know. From the, uh... from my understanding, from a technical standpoint, the Xbox uh, Series X is supposed to be the most powerful console. Right. Uh, what does that mean? I don't really know that it means much because the developers... I don't know if, don't know if we'll ever see uh the the difference that that uh title Singles. brings right yeah. so i think the big thing is when the first party stuff right because they're going to build it just for the xbox but when you get like ubisoft makes the new assassin's creed they got to make it for both devices anyway right. so i think one having a little more juice they're not going to spend the time to say hey let's beef up it for the Xbox, you know what I mean? Because it's got yeah. a little more juice behind it. So I think that's not going to uh, be a big deal. Um, so you're, um, what, what is the stock storage on, on terabyte? The, it is a terabyte. Okay. Um, and that's right straight out the box or yes. it's okay, cool. Um, now if you get the series S it's like five, it's like a half a terabyte. Right. And that is not enough room under any circumstance. So I installed like, so when you get the, the games that are upgraded for the series, they're bigger games. Yes. Right. Yes. So I had several games that like Borderlands three automatically upgraded. So I want to talk about that too, but they're bigger games is basically what I'm saying. But I did go ahead and fork over the dough. It's expensive for that extra terabyte of storage, yeah. but it's worth it. Because it's just nice not to have to worry about it. Because I have all the Call of Duties on there. I've got Valhalla on there. I've got a ton of stuff. And I've still got just under a terabyte left, right? So it, to me, it's kind of worth it. But it is, it's, those cards feel really expensive. But when you consider they're an SSD, uh, the solid state drive, and they load really fast, it, it kind of makes sense. I don't think they're like proprietarily overpriced, like the, uh, Vita cards for the PlayStation Vita were, but right, you know. So, uh, so let me ask you this: when when you like, if you wanted to upgrade, like, say you have a uh, 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 Xbox One title, mm -hmm. and the the Series X can play it; it's backwards compatible. Mm -hmm. Do you have the option to upgrade to the Series X version for no extra cost? So it depends on the title, and that depends completely on the publisher. Okay. Uh, Microsoft, their first-party games, if available, just upgrade. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, so I had a few. Okay. A perfect example would be EA's Madden NFL. Right. Uh, I don't own it, but it's on Game Pass. And I, on my Xbox One, it was the current-gen version. On Series X, it was the next-gen version. In it, okay. I didn't have to do anything. Uh, but then you go to NBA 2K. Here it is, shots fired. If we could get through an episode without mentioning them, <laughs> the version on Game Pass is just the previous gen version, the current gen version, and which sucks because that's the one I, I wanted to check out the new one because as I've said, the graphics look amazing. Right now, Borderlands Three is a game I own. I bought when it came out so they didn't really have this xs 
uh, what they call smart delivery on Xbox. It, it wasn't a thing yet. But thankfully, 2K, now I'm throwing goodness at them, uh, has allowed this game to upgrade free of charge. And uh, basically, I downloaded the new version, the SX version. It pulled my save data and I was on and playing. So the that's kind of where the magic lies is that you're when it does upgrade to the next gen stuff, your saves there. You're not, I don't have to start over with a new character in borderlands. It's already there. And the game Xbox just does it for you. So now the downside is I have games like cold war. When I bought cold war, I bought the one version. I didn't buy the upgradable one, which was $10 more. And I can't opt in now and say, Hey, I'll go ahead and pay that extra 10 bucks. Now I have to buy the full price alternate edition. You know what I mean? That needs to be fixed. Now, I don't know if the publishers or Xbox has any say over that. Who's really to blame? But someone's to blame. And uh, I think it needs to be fixed because that's money on the table. I'm not going to buy another copy of Cold War. And the game looks great anyway. So the thing is, is because I was coming from the Xbox One X, I was already playing in 4K, but now I'm playing in 4K with a higher frame rate. But my TV can only do 60 frames anyway, so it's not that big a deal for me to just play the current one. Yeah, but you're if not I missing could, out on right, but lot. if I could pay 10 bucks and get the next gen co- version, I would do it. So they need to fix that. So why do you think that? Um, you think it's just a a, a money grab with uh, 2K offering up? only a particular version of 2k21 well let's not forget that 2k was the one that broke the 70 dollars barrier right they're the ones that kind of out it it was probably coming anyway but they were the ones that did it first and like our game is worth it you know and i'm not trying to argue game worth but it's not it it, uh, i'll just i mean flat out it's not you Um, played it um no i i have it that's one of the few titles i i have purchased for the ps5 and um, it looks great. You're right. It's fan- it's fantastic looking. It looks like you're watching a real uh, NBA mm-hmm. game. It's not worth the the improvements in gameplay and and right. game modes and all. It is not worth ten more dollars. I in my opinion. And I think it would have been nice if you know they just when the next gen consoles came out just up the price on both versions and then everybody else can migrate over. I don't know. It's in a couple months or a year, we're not going to care, right? It's just this initial transition period. Um, so the controller I've been using for a long time anyway, because again, I think Xbox is kind of done with generations. They're not too concerned about, oh, it's the next generation. You need the new Xbox controller. My old Xbox controllers work with the Series X. My new Xbox controllers work with the Xbox One. It's all interchangeable. Uh, the even to the point where the play and charge kit, the little battery you throw in the back of yeah. if you wanted to have a rechargeable battery, works on both old and new controllers. And this is my favorite controller. Uh, now we've talked that it's not as innovative as the PlayStation one, and I agree. PlayStation really tried to take a leap with theirs. This one does play it safe, but makes uh important improvements it feels better it's more grippy and the d-pad is the best d-pad i've ever used in any video game console bar none and that, so that's interesting you know um because you've you 
how long before you got the the console had you been playing with the the console's controller? Uh, I bought the controller shortly after release, sometime or late last year. Okay, so you because I, mean, I was you've like, had I asked four months to get used. Oh to yeah, and I asked my so I'm thoroughly versed in the controller. Now there is a share button in the middle, and I will say many times I hit that button on accident. Right. Uh, so I share more than I intend to. It's not a huge deal, uh, but it's eerily close to the start button. Uh, but I, it's not a huge deal, but it is it is a complaint. Um, but I don't know how you fix that. Move it somewhere else. But on the same time, it's right there and it's easy to hit for the times you do want to record something. So how is the it, battery life uh, on, on the, the controller? controller? So uh, this is one of those things that you can argue as a critique or you can argue as a benefit. But these are battery operated controllers. You've got to get double A's or you got to buy a plain charge kit. So you do have the option. And some people would argue that's better. Me personally, I do I really prefer the battery in the controller, like the switch controller or the PlayStation one. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do kind of prefer that. It's not a big deal to buy the battery and everything, but it's an extra cost because I think the controllers are priced pretty similarly, but yeah, there's 70 bucks. Yeah. It's a minor gripe. And once you get the play and charge kit, it works great. But if you have a controller, you don't use that often. You can just throw a couple double A's in it. The battery life on the controllers uh, with the batteries, I think it's maybe 20 hours. With the play oh. and charge kit, it's closer to like 30. Um, so the battery life's really good uh, in yeah. the controller. Um, what else is there? I mean, the, the big thing is Game Pass. Uh, well, hold on. Before, of... before we get mm-hmm. into Game Pass, um, I want to ask about, have you, have you fiddled at all with the quick resume feature? A um, little bit. Because okay. so I'm very interested in, in how that how that works and um, if it's as good as I've read about. Because the, the, the PS5 does not have that. Right. So it really depends on the title because it's not everything. Uh, I will say, though, that the load times are really fast anyway. So if your game doesn't feature quick resume, it's not a huge deal. But what it's nice... I don't know what magic they've done. But I literally unplugged because i had to rearrange my power mm-hmm. i literally unplugged my xbox from power and moved some plugs around and booted it back up and i had forgot i had done that and when i opened up i want to say was it dragon quest i can't remember which game it was uh but i opened up one of the games and it said quick resume in the corner and boom i was there i didn't have to go through the title screen uh like i and i don't know how they did it <laughs> like it's it it's mind-boggling the Xbox fairy sir some sort of magic or witchcraft i don't yeah. know but it's a it's really cool the i i need to use it more to really see how much of a benefit it is and i need to see more games using the feature because right now it's only really popped up once or twice and it hasn't like once it starts working on every game all the time and if it works that consistently it's a game changer right but until i use it enough and we see that it's the jury's out well that and that's what it's been billed as is that a this is revolutionary as far as the console goes is because you no longer have to go straight to the title screen playing a new game you can switch back and forth 
Um, and think it, about that if you play Red Dead Redemption or GTA and those insane load times and the, the, the fact the unskippable Rockstar opening logo thing. Right. Like if we can get rid of that or limit it with quick resume, I'm all about it. I think that's great. So how are the load times? Because I, I, I played Valhalla on the PS4 mm-hmm. and the load times were ridiculous. Um, yes. How ridiculous in a good with... way, right? No, no, no. <laughs> no, the, you know, the PS4 version, um, you know, I was waiting sometimes uh, 20, 30 seconds uh, really? between, um, between well, like if I fast travel somewhere. We'll test it right now. You know, it's... Um, I'm interested in in knowing how how short it is cut down on the load times in that game is because the game is massive. It's it's got a huge huge map. Um, it's very uh, graphic intensive, and so you know I haven't played it on the PS5, and I oh I you're saying on the PS4? In... Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. No, I All haven't right. played on the PS5. I played on the PS4. Okay. Um, I, I put like 130 some hours into it. And, you know, there was times where you were waiting a while. Yeah, uh, I thought because you said PS5. I'm like, I thought that the load times would have been better, but your PS4. Okay, so here I am. I've I've made sure that the game is quit on my Xbox. I've got Assassin's Creed highlighted. I'm pressing the A and I'm going to let you know as soon as I can play as the character. And we'll keep talking while it loads. I'm pressing A. I'm at it's loading up now. So we'll see how that goes. Um, what were we talking about otherwise? Uh, I don't know you what were, else. Uh, game Pass. You were going to talk about Game Pass. Yeah. So Game Pass is, again, the, the huge feature. And they keep adding great stuff. And the fact that all those first-party titles are going to be there. Outriders, which is a new loo- looter shooter, is going to be there day one. Uh, it's just like there's so much to play on my Xbox. And I, I boot it up. And there's just... Everything, all my stuff is here. That, that I think that can be good and bad. Um, I don't know how it could be bad. I'm ready to hear this. No, I just you know, there's so much offering now that you know. Is there a way you get to all of it? Um, is there a way you get to all of the things that you want to do with Game Pass? I'm at the title oh. screen. Okay, go ahead. Um, so, no, you're not going to get to do them, but do you need to do them all? So they just dropped uh, Octopath Traveler on Game Pass, which is a game that I've been mildly interested in, but I'm not $60 interested in. But if you do get into it, it's like 50 hours. I just started playing a game called uh, Remnant Into the Ashes or something like that. But that's a great gem of a game. So here's where I would pitch this to you, Mark. And why I would think if you were a serious Xbox owner, you would want this is I don't know how much it costs now, but you're a game, uh, game fly subscriber. Yes. This I, to I me, pay, I pay $20 for, for two titles at a time a month. Okay. No, so this is 15 bucks for ultimate 10 bucks for your standard issue. No Xbox gold. Mm-hmm. So at $15 a month, you essentially have unlimited rentals from this curated selection they download, you don't have to ship them back, all that. So I stopped using Game Pass. I was a Game Pass subscriber for a long time, but I haven't been using it. And I think a lot of that has to do with uh, having Game Pass. 
So you were you uh, were a GameFly subscriber and you stopped because of GameFly. Yes. Yeah. I don't know that it was directly or it's just I had got hooked on a Overwatch or something and I was like, well, I'm only playing Overwatch, but I definitely have no desire to go back now because of Game Pass. So I'm going to at the title screen. I'm pressing A, checking for add-ons. My So I pay for Gamefly, uh, $20 a month, and that gives me access to a majority of new titles, uh, PS5, uh, Series X, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was, as of the past month, I am also a PS Now subscriber. Right. So essentially, you know, $30 a month, I'm paying for access to new titles, uh, brand brand new titles, uh, but receiving them via mail. And, you know, I uh, have access to this uh, digital subscription service offered by Sony. Um, which gives me access to pretty much their entire back catalog going back to the PS2. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, I've been weighing over the past month, do I really do I really need one over the other? Um, right. And PS Now, I can pretty definitively say that I don't need PS Now. Um, just simply because they don't, they don't offer brand new titles. Not yet, anyways. Um and so, yeah, we'll see if they want to compete. I mean, it's well, it's just a matter of no, they want to compete. Well, it's a no-brainer to me. You, you've got Xbox and their or um, Microsoft cornering the market on a digital subscription service that offers brand new day one titles. Sony has to do something. Their 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 you know brain trust has to go. How do we cut into this? And I can see I can see the PS now being that avenue, but it's it's not there yet. Um, mm-hmm. If you're if you're a nostalgic gamer, yes, PS now is definitively a great service because it's got just so many titles, um, so many um, PS two and PS three titles that it just it doesn't uh, it just doesn't have the new stuff. And um, I think yeah. Sony's missing the boat on that, but. Are you still the, are you still loading? No, I so I've I, I'm at the click continue screen, so it's going to load into my character, and I think okay. this is the big test because I had to go through all the opening scenes, which is where quick resume would be really nice on this title. Right. Uh, so I'm clicking continue now. It's gone to black, and you know how on this game it has a load screen where you see your character just in yeah, a, and you can move your character around. Yeah, moving her around, and cut to black, and I'm in the game. Well, that's pretty so, good. So, like 10 seconds, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty um, good. That's... So, anyway, I think we're going to wrap it up there. I, I, I'm really happy with it. I don't have any buyer's remorse. I think the games look really sharp. Even, uh, I, like, Borderlands, which is not a high-fidelity game. So, like, the big difference is, is on Xbox One X, you could play in 4K, but it'd be 30 frames. And on this... When you put it in performance mode, it goes to 120 frames. Or if you go to quality mode, it's 60 frames at 4K. So it basically everything looks better. Everything loads fast. It's great. I'm super happy with it. I'm tired of talking. Dude, uh, what, what is what is your last question? What is your most anticipated AAA title for the Series X? Um... Something that you would definitely spend seventy dollars on. Uh, NCAA football. Okay. 
I mean, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're probably still two years out from that. But. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, I don't have like, and Microsoft never had the greatest first party titles, but right. they're really changing that now. So when you start, you know, maybe the new Doom game comes out or, uh, you know, something like that since they own Bethesda. But I'm not huge into those. I'm more into like the Call of Duties and um, the indie titles. And they've yeah. done a great job expanding their indie titles. And Game Pass launches a lot of those things day one when they come out. So, well, anyway, uh, let us know what you think. If you got yourself an Xbox or a PlayStation, let us know. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Budget Arcade. You can also check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Budget Arcade, as well as our Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Budget Arcade Podcast, and the same thing for TikTok, Budget Arcade Podcast. Our music is by Stimmage, and you can find his music on MetroidMetal.com. Thank you, and game on. Podcast Network. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.